the last two weeks, it was, you know, 20, anywhere from 20 to 40 below zero for um, days in a row. And we get so many broken pipes, um, floods, um, no heat, all that sort of stuff. But it does also make it challenging that we can only get so many places because those jobs are so tedious when you have a flood or, you know, a broken or backed up frozen main. Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. Today, we're joined by Ryan Duran from Anderson's Heating and Cooling, and we're going to talk about how the harsh winter climate in Montana can present challenges for their business. Yeah, so we had, we had two buildings um, can, can joined and then um, the other side was initially for storage. And then we ended up um, putting a, putting a big entryway in the wall and turning it into um, offices for the sales and marketing teams. So um, awesome. yeah, it was a bit of a long process to get it there, but finally done. It's exciting. Yeah. So you're on the marketing team, correct? Yep. Yeah. I'm the uh, awesome. marketing director. Okay, awesome. How big is the how big is the company now? I see you've been in business for forty years. Yeah, so we've got about um, nine nine office staff members, and then um, we've got about ten to fifteen trucks out there right now. Awesome. And so, how big is the service area that you all cover in Montana? Um, just because we are considered, we're still still in a rural area. We mm-hmm. we cover anywhere, you know we're going 300 miles sometimes for um, some bigger jobs just because, just because of the distance between places. But our majority is within, you know, 50 to 70 miles, I would say for our service area. Interesting. So how, how do you guys go about um, scheduling those jobs when they're farther away than your 50 to 75 mile radius? Yeah. So obviously, you know, we have to address our travel charges, which, which most people in Montana are okay with. They kind of expect that. Um, so that does give you a bit of a challenge sometimes, but for the most part, we will um, schedule our teams out just so that we, we still have enough service techs to be able to cover our regular service area, but we will send, you know, one or two off for a few days if we need to but it does make it a bit of a challenge. It makes it a little crazy for the, for those techs who are still in the original uh, service area. Yeah. So uh, since you're in marketing, uh, usually sometimes the, the guests we have on here are owners of businesses. Uh, a few times we've had marketing directors, so I'm excited to, to dig in more about marketing uh, on this episode. So, um, what are some, what are some of the challenges that you all have seen uh, from a marketing standpoint with growing the business? Yeah. So I would, I would say the biggest challenge here is that, uh, Missoula being one of the bigger, more popular cities in Montana, you do run into a good amount of competition because, mm-hmm. uh, Missoula and Bozeman are the places where everybody wants to live. So therefore you run into a lot of startups. You know, there's a lot of companies with the, the, the five to 10 truck, range that are here and then there's a few bigger ones along with us that make the direct competition in comparison to uh, per capita amount of people 
to be able to service. So it's kind of a challenging, um, challenging area to service just because um, of the competition and, you know, they can, everyone's going to call someone right away if they, if you can't get to them first. So, yeah. So what are some ways that you all have differentiated yourself in the marketplace out there? Yeah. So since I came on, um, I've been here for, for about nine, eight or nine months now. We, we totally rebranded. We got, you know, brand new website, brand new marketing, brand new uniforms, everything is branded exactly the same. So that, that helps a ton. Whereas, you know, if, if your branding's a little off, then, you know, obviously you get the consumer confusion to where, well, I think, you know, I think I saw that truck, but I think it could have been a different one. I mean, like we're, we're bright, bright yellow and black, which makes for an awesome brand. Um, yeah. And then good, good recognition within the community. And the fact that we are, um, you know, kind of helps actually to have the last name be our, our business name because Montana is very um, local driven. Everyone wants to support local business, which if you have, you know, a, say like one of our big competitors is just Garden City, which there's so many other businesses in the area with that same name that us being able to differentiate a little bit with the last name makes it seem a little more, a little more family-like I would say, which helps, helps us out a ton. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that the, the local, the local feel of a business can help it a lot. Um, what are some, what were some of the initial reactions from, uh, your customers when you guys rebranded? Was it, was it positive? Was it confused? Um, I would say a, a little bit of both as, mm-hmm. as usual, you know, a lot of the longtime customers like it the way that it was and get a little confused when they see a brand new website with a, the same color scheme since everything was a little misbranded before. So, but there's a lot of people since this is a younger town, also a lot of the younger population that are buying houses and moving into areas that we're servicing are pretty excited that um, a company that's been around for 40 years is still trying to move forward. So that, yeah, that kind of sets us apart in that we're still, you know, trying to move forward and get things implemented to keep us current yeah so other than the recent rebranding project what are some uh marketing campaigns or or strategies or tactics if you will that you all have done that have like really really worked and you've seen a lot of success with um i would say social has been been kind of a key it it didn't really exist before i got here and um as you guys know it's it's pretty difficult to get a decent following so yeah. Um, even just in Missoula, getting your name out there a little bit on social, like our, our campaigns are doing pretty well and we're in the top, you know, 80 to 90% as far as impression rate goes pretty much all the time, which is, um, pretty, pretty difficult unless you're putting a good amount of money toward it. So we have everything, uh, pretty streamlined and where we want it so that we're, we're paying where we need to in order to get those yeah. customers. Nice. So you're using, I guess, Facebook ads and Instagram ads for lead generation purposes or more for brand awareness? Um, I would say for now, it's more brand awareness. Like we're getting a decent amount of um, clicks and um, conversions from those directly. But 
I would say more so we're just seeing a lot more views um, mm-hmm. as far as those those videos and slideshows and stuff go. So that yeah that helps me to know like hey people are actually looking at this stuff. So uh, that yeah. helps. Well, yeah, I mean views and impressions. A lot of people write those off, but <clears throat> that's important in building that top of mind awareness. Um, you know, in a local community. Um, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. especially I follow the tactic, a lot of like use two almost competing ads to be able to you know, figure out what you're generating on which one, because most of the time you're going to see, see one of them way outperform the other one. Um, you yeah. know, I, I haven't seen very often that both of them are pretty even, even par as far as when we run those. Yeah. So with with some of those service areas that you cover being kind of far away, um, do you market and advertise to those areas or do you just stick to, uh, you know, your main area and then just every once in a while get leads from outside? So as, as we rebranded, we did focus more on being a provider for Western Montana just because mm-hmm. they're still is a lack of um, HVAC service companies. There's a lot of commercial companies around here, but as far as service goes, you know, there's so many people that live and commute 30, 40 miles every day into Missoula that we need to be able to reach those people as well. And a lot of the times we're getting big commercial service work and replacement work off of those service calls, which helps like we do a lot of work for the the rural area churches and stuff, which bring us a very high dollar tickets, which, which helps the business a ton. Yeah. So have you, uh, do you know Kevin Costner? I do. Yeah. He's a, uh, he's been out here film, <laughs> filming that show. He was, yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a little diner right down the street actually that they filmed at for the new season. Really? Spo- spoiler alert. But, <laughs> oh. um, yeah, so there was a pretty decent crowd of people out there watching. Yeah, I feel like that show has really shined a spotlight on the state of Montana. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of it is, uh, you know, it's for television, so they they blow a lot of yeah. the things out of proportion. But I mean, a lot of it is accurate because of the the Native American communities and how um, they work with our local governments. But it's not as not it not as extreme as the show portrays, but. Um, still yeah. makes for for good TV at least. So how does I guess that I'm not really sure how this works at all. So I, I guess I'll learn something new today. Do you all ever service uh, any of those Native American communities? Uh, yeah, we go on to and uh, we go on to like the the reservations at at some points just because there's a lot of reservation land that's that's nearby. Um, there's not mm-hmm. exactly like a stipulation against us um, going there to do service work or anything like that, but. Um, you do see that um, it's a, it's a lot harder to go to those communities just because they are uh, funded by their local like tribal government. So um, as far as repairs and stuff go, yeah, most of the time, um, I don't I think that they might license out a lot of that work as far as um, like the Montana state government might do a lot of the the service work and yeah. install work. Yeah. So have you all had any luck, I guess, doing work for the local government or getting in with the local government there for the commercial side or? Um, we do, a, we do a lot with the residential side actually. And we, okay. um, 
it's a, a service called Human Resource Council, which helps a lot with either low income or elderly veterans and stuff like that that don't necessarily have the means to be able to uh, come up with, you know, four, five to 10, 15 grand to replace their heating system. And those are the people yeah. that that obviously suffer the most when when a furnace goes out when it's 40 below zero. So we we have a pretty good partnership with them and we really like to work with them. Um, we see a big, big return as far as um, as morale when we can go out and help those people out. Yeah. I guess like the, the community uh, around that too is probably pretty good feeling, I guess for the team, right? Exactly. Yeah. We, we love to be able to do stuff like that and um, work with the community and um, you know, we're, we're still being, being compensated, but we, we do try to do our diligence as we can to be able to help people out that they really need it and, you know, cut, cut corners where we need to, as far as, you know, sending some, we're not going to bid somebody outrageously high when they're going to, you know, be struggling to, to be able to even finance it. But um, we offer all sorts of that good stuff too, to be able to let people, you know, be comfortable that we have pretty outrageous weather here. So we need to make sure that we have options for everybody. Nice. So how does the, uh, how does the local climate out there affect you all's, I guess the seasonality of the business because it gets very cold in Montana, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. So like last, the last two weeks, for example, we kind of got a break this week, the last two weeks, it was, you know, 20, anywhere from 20 to 40 below zero for wow uh, days in a row. And we get so many broken pipes, uh, floods, um, no heat, all that sort of stuff. But it does also make it challenging that we can only get so many places because those jobs are so tedious when you have a flood or, you know, a broken or backed up frozen main, something like that to be able to move from job to job. So we do kind of get stuck. And then also you just see a ton of competition from your competitors as far as like a bidding war almost of, of what calls you're going to get at those times. People will, you know, unleash their credit card on their marketing plan when it gets, um, when it gets that cold out to make sure that they're capturing all those, you know, emergency furnace services and stuff like that, as far as keyword search and stuff. Yeah. Capitalizing on misfortune. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, uh, it is, it is unfortunate that, that that happens, but, um, we stay busy and we like to be able to, you know, do thorough work rather than moving from call to call. So the phone still rings off the hook, but it definitely, everybody in town in the service industry is very busy. Yeah. Do you all offer a, a, a maintenance plan or a service agreement? We do. Yeah. Actually, um, since I started here, that's, I was uh, tasked with that to um, revamp the program. So um, we do offer, you know, we label them the kind of, kind of typical, like silver, gold, platinum packages, um, yeah. anywhere from three to seven years. And then we have our commercial maintenances that we do as well. Yeah. I feel like those would be really successful in an area with, you know, harsh climates. Uh, yeah, definitely. And, and a lot of those, we do see that people call in and they're, 
it's a little hard to sell those um, as far as like a cold call would go. But um, yeah, you know, once once people are like, yeah, you know, I should have, I probably should have done that. Then we get a lot of those calls and you know, get a lot of those those memberships out, and we offer financing for all that sort of stuff too to make sure that people can keep up on it. And if they need to pay, you know, twenty bucks a month, and we can make that happen for them. Yeah. Are there ways that you all can um, not, I wouldn't say treat the equipment, but uh, install the equipment in a way that it can be a little bit more defensive for some of those harsher elements uh, like the cold and the rain? Yeah. So, I mean, our, our sales team does a super thorough process. Um, They'll go in and do a heat loss. They'll account for every, every window, every, door that might be slightly off you know if you can see daylight out of somebody's door that's get calculated into your your heat loss oh, analysis wow. so um, we go in and we make sure that we're doing that we're checking if you have double pane windows all that sort of stuff to make sure that we're giving you a system that's efficient enough to be able to you know once it does have to work hard because when it's 40 below zero that thing's pumping out air pretty much all day so we want to yeah. make sure that you know if your home does need that that 96 percent efficiency furnace that's pumping out a ton of BTUs, then we were going to, we're going to give that to you. So we don't want to give someone an option just so we can meet their budget necessarily. We want to make sure that they're going to get what they need so that, you know, three, three to five years down the road, they're not like, Hey, my furnace has been working so hard. I've, you know, worn out all my warranty options by now because it's pumping out so much air that it can't keep up with what my house needs. Yeah. We had, I had recently interviewed a guy from the Outer Banks of North Carolina, which is pretty much surrounded by the Atlantic Ocean, and uh, he was saying they have to treat their equipment with a like a special uh, treatment because the corrosion from the salt water pretty much wears out the equipment after about four or five years. Uh, right. So I just I imagine that there's probably a need for you know especially in areas that get so cold that yeah like you said they're constantly working overtime to the units are just to keep up with the weather so does it get does it get warm out there in the summer like really really warm or does it stay rather cold um you know typically moving into like july august we might might see a few like 100 degree days but for the most part yeah even even if it is 100 degrees at night it's getting down in the 40s and 50s so um wow it's we have a very drastic climate as far as that goes and that's why you know we have a big problem as far as forest fires and environmental disasters and stuff go yeah so do you all uh do you sell a lot of i guess a lot of air conditioning services in the summer at all or uh do people usually use like heat pumps um we do do a lot of both but um there's definitely a lot of air conditioning service too like most of the most of the areas that we service, at least in the Missoula area, um, are moving more toward having either um, dual equipment systems where they have the AC and the furnace or mm-hmm. um, that heat pump system. So we do a lot of both. So we once springtime rolls around, we'll start to do all those um, coil cleanings and all that good stuff starts to go for the condensing units. Nice. Well, uh, is there anything about your business that you would want any of the listeners to know that, you know, it's uh might be unique or 
um, makes you all different or just a, maybe a cool promotion or something you want to throw out? Yeah. I mean, I would say definitely in the Montana service industry, um, we try to, we try to just do what is, what is best for the person that we're servicing. Like I told you by doing those analysis in their, in their homes and giving them the things that they need and, you know, offering them like an, an air scrubber that gets rid of the contaminants since everybody's working from home now. Um, it's stuff that we really like to to push and offer to our customers for a fair price. So uh, we want to be, you know, offering offering the best equipment, and we're a we're a rude dealer, so it's some of the best in in the industry. And yeah, uh, make sure that we offer those add ons because we want we want people to be comfortable in their homes, uh, bar none. Because especially that we have a big farming and ranching community, we want to be able to make sure that those people when after they're, you know, out working cows and uh, calving and all that good stuff that they can come into a house and, and not have to deal with their furnace going out or anything like that. So um, yeah. we really like that part about our community that it is still rural, but we do service a lot of people in the city. So. Awesome. Well, I uh, appreciate you taking some time out of your Friday to be on the show with us. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's an honor. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. We don't get a lot of, of podcast opportunities in Montana. So I uh, wanted to make sure to jump on it. It's, it's an awesome yeah. experience. Yeah. You're our first Montana guest. Um, cool. We had a, we had a California guest a few weeks ago and that was really our first time out West. Um, so yeah, I enjoy interviewing folks from different parts of the country other than just like, you know, Texas and Florida where it stays hot all year other than recently. But, um, it's cool to get the perspective of, you know, HVAC companies up North and out West. And, uh, we even had one in Canada recently. So yeah, it was awesome to have you on the show. Uh, I appreciate the, the time you took and we will, uh, talk to you soon. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you. If you happen to live in the bunkhouse at the Yellowstone Dutton Ranch and your heating goes out, now you know who to call. And if you're an HVAC contractor who's looking for a new website or maybe some more online advertising, I know a great company you can call, Rival Digital. Head over to our website at rivaldigital.com and learn more about how we can help your business grow in 2021.